The Radio Talks podcast from Learning Waves. Hello and welcome to episode 6 of Radio Talks, the official industry podcast from Learning Waves. I'm Andy Matthews and on this episode we'll be talking to Maria McKenzie who is the National Sales Manager for iRadio. And also Eamon Doyle will be joining us, the PD of LMFM. And we'll be talking about the things that go on behind the scenes if you fancy not being on this side of the microphone and maybe on that side of the microphone. There are plenty of jobs in radio and there's something for everybody. We'll talk to the people at the coalface in just a few moments. But like everything in radio, nothing ever stays the same. What a week it's been. Here with the industry news is Hannah Casey. Preparations are underway to kickstart the radio presenter course and journalism graduate program next month. Learning Waves would like to congratulate Mark Cunning, CEO and Content Director at iRadio, on becoming a Fellow of the Institute of Leadership in the UK. Mark Cunning became a member of the Institute when he successfully completed the Learning Waves Senior Management Development Program, Manage Lead Inspire. In industry news, the Dermot and Dave show has come to an end. This Tuesday was announced that Dermot Whelan will be leaving today FM to pursue his mindful brand. Thankfully, his co-host Dave Murr will be back later in August with his own show, Dave Murr on Today FM. Learning Waves would like to wish Dermot the best of luck with his new venture and also best of luck to Dave with his solo show. Radio Centre Ireland has released new figures in relation to revenue in Irish radio. It is stated that January to June 2023 revenue for all radio operators in Ireland is up 3% on the same period last year. Kieran Cunningham, CEO of Radio Centre Ireland, said... It is great to see further growth in radio revenue following on from such a strong revenue growth in 2022. Skillnet Ireland, the National Agency for Workforce Development, has published its 2022 annual report, reporting a significant increase in its supports to Irish businesses. Skillnet Ireland delivered upskilling and training programmes to the value of €70.2 million in 2022, providing upskilling programmes to over 24,000 businesses and over 92,000 workers right across the economy and region. In upcoming courses, on the 13th of September, broadcast law updates will be delivered by Sarah Kieran, Media Lawyer. This course will cover defamation law, privacy and data protection law, copyright law and online and social media activity by radio personnel. Leading diversity and inclusion in CORE will be hosted by Jill Downey from CORE and Andrew Campbell-Eady from the Irish Centre for Diversity. It will be delivered on the 19th of September. This workshop aims to give participants an overview of the journey taken by CORE in achieving the Investors in Diversity Gold Accreditation Mark from the Irish Centre for Diversity. Our new trainer, Maria Tech, from the Lure Academy will be delivering Presenting Made Brilliant on the 20th of September and Storytelling for Business on the 28th of September. We are delighted to welcome Maria to our training panel for 2023 and look forward to these workshops with her. Led by investigative journalist Paul Connolly from Lapa Communications, interviewing skills for radio presenters will be delivered on the 26th of September. This workshop aims to improve trainees' interview styles and techniques, leading to engaging and revealing audio. There are plenty of courses across all areas of the sector scheduled for the last quarter of the year. Make sure to keep an eye on our training calendar for more details at learningwaves.ie. You're listening to the Radio Talks podcast from Learning Waves. So... On the last episode of the Radio Talks podcast, we spoke to Kate and to Rebecca about how to get into radio and how to get on air and how they made it through to where they currently are. But there are other things that go on in radio. There's sales, there's news, there's accounts, there's all those things that go on in the background that probably people don't get credit for in many ways. 
So this week, we are focusing on that side of things. Eamon Doyle is currently Programme Director at LMFM and has been with the station for a number of years now. Eamon, what's your advice to somebody who wants to get involved in radio? Well, I suppose the the advice is is that um, depending on where you want to get into, whether it's news um, or whether it's the programming end of things, I I think the one thing I would uh, do is not close the door on anything. I think I would look at, you know, all aspects of radio. Uh, So if it's music presenting you want to do, don't pigeon yourself into that, pigeonhole yourself into that, you you know, because not the openings mightn't happen there, but they could happen in news or they could happen in sport or they could happen, you know, reporting different things. Uh, So keep your options wide open. Mm -hmm. And is like, so your content manager content controller of of LMFM. So is there a specific need, if if you were to take a step back now and look at your own uh, office there and your own radio station, is there a specific need that you currently require within LMFM, for example? Um, well, I, 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 as regards creating content or is it... Um well, I suppose, yeah, anybody who wants to get kind of get into the industry, like ultimately, I think most people who want to get into radio want to get into the, the, the front of mic end as opposed to the, the back of mic. Now, I know, obviously, nobody's going to go straight in and straight on to the breakfast show. If you had a blank check, Eamon, what, uh, what, what would you want? Yeah, well, I suppose if, if you were looking at, at, at like a, a blank check, I, I, I would always try to look for somebody that we hire that has, is an all-rounder can do a little bit of everything and really upskilling all the time and this is where too that learning waves is very important they have loads of courses and people that want to get into radio or are in radio should be upskilling all the time like things have vastly changed in the last uh, number of years of what you need to be able to do in the newsroom for instance um you know we used to read bulletins on the hour every hour in fact going back the bulletins used to be nine you know eleven one three and six we read on the hour every hour it's rip and read you know a bereavement notice used to be done by reception they're now done by the newsroom they have to upload video they have to write for the website you know, all these things and the job has completely changed and it's been able to adapt and upskilling to all the new things that are happening. Um, and I think that that is very important that you can get somebody that sort of can do a little bit of everything. Okay, so I'm getting the, the kind of the fact now that as opposed to, you know, say 10, 15 years ago, the key thing was, say, to be able to edit or whatever. But you're saying the social media angle and aspect that's even more important now that is completely more important like i used to say that the social media aspect you know was like sort of the sprinklings on on the cake now now it's completely there it's 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 a drive to listen how do we get people to listen to lmfm that don't maybe listen to lmfm so we get a really good piece of content you know, the way how I look at it is 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 a sponge, right? So we get a, a piece of content that's really good and it's a sponge full of water. We need to just squeeze that sponge so much so that we rinse every piece of water out of that. And that's the way you look at the content. So, you know, we get it on the radio. Does it get to the news? 
do we have a video of it? Do we get a video onto Twitter? Do we get a video on into Instagram? Do we get a video onto TikTok? Do we get it on a website? Do we move it onto a website as a story? Do the national papers pick up on it? That is a drive to listen, that we get every piece of content that we think, how can we exploit this all over our platforms? And that's how you have to be thinking. And it's a mindset change for the presenters, for the people in the radio station to think like that. So somebody will say to me, oh, I was listening to The Breakfast Show and we had a brilliant piece of content. Oh, it was a text. It was very funny. All right, okay. And where is it? Oh, no, it was on the radio. And where else have we got it? Nowhere. Not good enough. And it's changing the mindset of the presenters and people that they see this and then be able to exploit it. I don't know if I'm explaining myself right there, but... Yeah, no, well, I, I'm kind of getting the fact that if, if, say, for example, we were to go back over in time and mm. we were to start in the industry again, basically have a, a, an awareness of social media to be able to utilize and, uh, mm. and, and promote your content within social media, I think I'm, I'm, I'm definitely seeing that. Yes. yes. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So say, for example, somebody wants to be a presenter. They yep. want to be on the air. Yep. Uh, what advice would you have for them? Amy? Well, the, the first thing is, I suppose, um, you know, depending on what radio station they're going into or where they are, or what market they're looking for. But the one thing I would say is they need to be themselves totally natural. Their personality is massive. I think radio has changed in the last, I don't know, maybe 10 years from a jock to really being a radio presenter. I think that you will be longer in the industry. Like there's only so many jobs in radio, you know, like that's going to be uh, there. Like for people, you know, there's top, we talk, you hear the talk now of top talent, but I'm saying is the top people in radio. There's loads of scope in there for other people, for other jobs. But I think your personality is most important that when you're on the radio and you're talking into a microphone, that you come across as genuine, that you come across as being, you know, a comfort to people maybe listening. You know, whether that's the 11 to 1 show, it's the breakfast show, you know, you have to remember people listen, consume radio in a different way, you know, moving, traveling, working. But there's a lot of people listen to radio at home, in the kitchen, and you're the only company they may have. So they've got to be able to relate to you. And it's not like, you know, what's the, the, you know, for us, it's not like, oh, should we be playing Miley Cyrus at four times, you know, in three hours? You know, it's first of all, it's local is king, news, sport, information, and then the music is next. And, uh, and that's how we operate. Okay. And and say, for example, uh, obviously you mentioned Learning Waves earlier on, a huge part of people accessing the industry um, mm. and the kind of the courses that Learning Waves do cover everything from, from journalism to there's a radio presenter course. There's a, any number of aspects. And once, of course, you get in, you know, the Learning Waves, it doesn't stop at the front door. The Learning Waves program continues all the way through. Have you have people who have benefited from Learning Waves in that way? Oh, yeah, like we, we've taken on people like we'd be taking on somebody now in September um, for, you know, for a number of um, for a number of months. Um, and what I found is that, you know, the people that come in now again, that's the, the, the standard of where they're at, you know, is excellent. 
uh, on on what they can do. Um, you, you know, like sort of with us too as well is that, you know, sometimes we just take a chance on people that come in and you just see something in them. Do you know what I mean? David Hammond, for instance, came in and work experience to LMFM, you know, at, and spin breakfast now. Uh, Thomas Cross come in and one day work experience. Do you know what I mean? And is now I'm Thomas Cross. Breakfast. You're, you're painting a picture here now, Eamon. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. You know, so like, and, and I could go on to a number of other people that are working that come in to work in uh, behind the scenes, uh, you know, in programs, you know, that are all in RTE now. Uh, you know, one of the um, girls is a producer of the Late, Late Show that worked here on our talk show. Um, so I, I suppose for LMFM, we're in a very good place because where we're located is very close to Dublin. And I feel a lot of people have aspirations to get to Dublin, whether that's News Talk, Today FM, you know, whether it's the stations in spin, whether it's FM 104 or then it, like it's RTE. So I suppose we have a really, really, really good newsroom. You know, there's always something happening. We cover two counties you know, and it's probably the busiest newsroom in local radio, I would think. So the advice from Eamon is get in, do the time, and you can end up wherever you want to end up, whether that be in the station you're working with or, as you mentioned earlier on, a national station or a city station or, or wherever your ambition lies, the world is your oyster. Maria McKenzie is the National Sales Director for iRadio and I suppose sales is an interesting one because there is no... There tend not to be sales courses or or, or you don't go to college to, to learn how to sell, uh, but sale is a, a massive part of the radio industry. Um, Maria, how... How did you start in radio? Well, Andy, like um, many people who are probably in it as long as me, I didn't actually plan to be in the radio industry. I um, originally applied for a job in 98 FM back in 1995 um, as an administrator in admin role. And I got the job and I worked in traffic. Um, and originally I thought they wanted me to talk about the traffic on air because I had no idea about the background in radio. Um, and then I went into 98 FM and I worked in traffic and I basically just worked my way through and up the industry and into advertising because it was just an area that I actually really liked when I was there and I saw how the sales reps and managers worked and um, I kind of started to apply for different roles and it kind of went from there. Okay and you're currently in iRadio? I am indeed yes I'm the national sales director there in iRadio so it's uh, yeah no it's they're, they're a great bunch. How long have you been there? I've been there now for just coming up in five years Um, God it's flown in I think the older you get the more it flies so yeah I'm five years now in September and um, yeah it's a, it's, a, it's a great station it's a young dynamic station so even though I'm a little bit more old in the tooth it keeps me young that's for sure. It's all about experience Maria you can't pay for it. Come here <laughs> <laughs> and say for example now you have an unusual setup so you you work from home a lot how, how does do. that work how does that work for you? I do. So, um, you know, I'd obviously worked in an office for 20 odd years in radio um, and then the opportunity came up for for um, iRadio and it's based down in Athlone. So as I'm in Dublin, we needed to work out something that uh, worked for both of us. And I actually deal with um, Media Central a lot because they deal with our agency revenue. Mm -hmm. So they're based in Dublin um, and I would meet them quite regularly. So it was quite easy for me to work from home. And I think, you know, COVID has really proved that you don't need to be in an office environment to do your job um, and I suppose you know our, the CEO Mark was like if if it works and budgets are being hit and revenue has been brought in well then you know wherever you're physically 
doesn't matter in the same capacity. And I can do a lot of meetings in Dublin because a lot of clients would be based in and around the Leinster area. So it's, it's quite easy for me now to work from home, I have to say, which is great. Okay, so we're talking about newcomers coming into the industry. Yes. And actually, from a, a sales point of view, I don't think there is a sales training course or is there is there a route in or how does that work? Yeah, no, that's, that's a great question because, you know, as I said, when I started in radio, you know, sales advertising and stuff wouldn't have been something that was on my radar. Um, it probably is a little bit more now, but when you get people coming into radio, they tend to want to work either on a show or on... Um, uh, sorry, on uh, on air themselves. So it's really important to understand that radio advertising is actually a really exciting, dynamic career opportunity, and it's not something you know t- to be sniffed at. Um, but getting into it, I suppose, if you look at doing something like, you know, if you've got a marketing background or you've looked at doing advertising or communications in college, that will definitely definitely stand to you if you want to get into the advertising side of things. You know, if you don't have something like that, going in at entry level. Looking at internships is a great way to get into it as well. Um, and I think people should really be open to it because it's it's really fun. Like at the end of the day, I'm, I'm in at the guts of 30 years. I wouldn't still be here if it wasn't fun. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a great way to to earn a living and have a career and get to do really exciting things. May not necessarily be on air, but there can be a lot of fun in the background as well. Yeah, true. And we're we're talking about kind of newcomers into the into the industry now. If yeah. if you had say an intern who you know wants to work in sales, what other tools do they require? Is there anything else that they should be doing to prepare themselves for a career in in that area? Yeah, well, I think what's really imperative is a good understanding of the market. And I'm not just talking about radio because um, radio is incredibly fast paced. There's new technologies coming in all the time. I think, you know, the digital landscape really came in and, and, and knocked us off our feet. And we had to kind of pivot and look at different ways to sell because, you know, when I started out, it was all about your competitors, which was the, you know, the other national station or the other local station. That's not the case anymore. We're competing with Google, we're competing with TikTok, we're competing with everybody now. So it's really important to understand the market. It's really important to understand the stations that you're that you're working for, your competitors. Um, you know, it's it's kind of to just to research and look into what it is that you want to do. But a fundamental understanding is so important of the market because if you come into it and you think you're just going to be selling some airtime and you're going up against another station, I think you're you're lost from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's important to be very persistent and proactive and passionate. I suppose you could say the three Ps. Oh, look what I just came up with. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, so it is. It's it's be about being persistent. Um, I think you need a little bit of a jockey's neck working in, in advertising and sales sometimes. You can't think, take things too personally. Um, you know, things don't always work out. You're not always going to land the deal. You're not always going to get that brief over the line. But I think if you can continue to pivot and change and understand your clients' needs, then you're a, you're ahead of the curve. You mentioned the the all uh, new digital sell. What what's involved? Yeah. You know, as as you mentioned there, you know, you sell or you used to sell airtime, mm-hmm. uh, which was kind of spots or promotion based. Uh, you know, I, yeah. I would presume. Yeah. Um, what's involved in the digital sell? Um, so the digital cell, when that came along, radio is actually in a very unique position that it works incredibly well with digital. You know, if you look at any station, you look at their social media, their Facebook, their TikTok, their Instagram, they have incredibly high figures and engagement. So it works incredibly well. So we have the ability to actually 
do something that's a little bit different that we can actually do something on air and then we can transfer that onto different platforms either within our own or the clients um so that works very well for us um you know at the end of the day we are coming up against the googles and the facebooks and things like that but we have great platforms within our own mm. inventory as well which works um you know it's it's exciting because it's not just about selling as you said air anymore we we've nearly become like little marketing managers in our own right you know you start off as a salesperson and the next minute you're looking at client briefs you're looking at their pain points you're looking at what they want to achieve and you're actually advising them on not just about airtime but about other mediums as well and how radio can slot really nicely in with all of different ones you know it's they can it slot in excellent with um tv for a visual transfer. So, you know, radio is in that very unique position. It's incredibly strong in Ireland. People love radio, um, but it also marries up really, really well with, uh, with other platforms. It sure does. There is no doubt about that. So thank you to Maria McKenzie, the National Sales Director for iRadio, and also Eamon Doyle, the Programme Director for LMFM. For their time on this podcast, very insightful, very interesting. And don't forget, if there is something that you would like covered on the Radio Talks podcast from Learning Waves, just email info at learningwaves.ie and we will get back to you ASAP. That's it for now. I'm Andy Matthews. Thank you very much indeed for listening and Hannah Casey produced. Until next time, take care. The Radio Talks podcast from Learning Waves. To get in touch, email info at learningwaves.ie.